What's up? It's Amar and Jamie from Pipeline Signals, and welcome to the Get More at Bats podcast. We got an awesome episode for you today, and I'm just going to tee things off right away because, you know, these are short and sweet. We want to get you in and out ASAP. So here is the idea that I want you to consider. We were, Jamie and I uh, are huge fans and listeners of the All In podcast, which I'm sure all of you can go check out. And a concept was just mentioned on the most recent episode, which is the race to intimacy. So what they meant by it was that in the world of AI, that the, the, the tool or platform that can quickly replicate the intimacy of a live human being, but this concept of intimacy applies incredibly well in the world of sales. So let me set this up for all of you here. Now, if you take a look at the job of a salesperson, it's to basically become liked. And the more that they're liked and the more that they're trusted, the more likelihood of a transaction actually taking place. I mean, this is common sense, right? But what's happening is this, that salespeople, because they don't have a lot of time, the average number of touch points that they're setting up and sending into an account is about three. When in fact, what's needed is about seven, 10, up to 15 touch points sometimes just to open the door. So how do we increase the likelihood of our salespeople participating to or rather in the race to intimacy? And to set up that conversation, Jamie's going to kick us off with some amazing tactical ideas. So Jamie, I'm going to pass it to you right now. Yeah, so I want you to picture the problem, the situation and the problem is that as an account executive, you have a bit of a tailwind coming from marketing and channel giving you leads, but you know in your heart of hearts, you can't be self-reliant on this. You also know that social selling, the power of LinkedIn is sitting right in front of you. You now have like all of your buyers and the buying committee sitting there, 900 million people, and you can distill it down to every account and every job title that you want. But how do you take it upon yourself to control your own destiny? Now, you can, of course, you can cold call people and you can email people. But as I make that conversation out to Amar, he's my prospect, make the call. He doesn't answer. Maybe I leave a voicemail. It's this like blip moment of time of learning. And then it, and it passed and you moved on. And you send an email and it ends up in the junk folder. And nobody reads it. It just it's like a moment in time that passes. We're starting to see what is old become new again. And I'm going to tell a quick story and then talk to you tactically about it. In 2018, I was on a road show at all of Microsoft Azure super centers. Going to India and, and Sydney, Australia. And one of the super centers is in San Jose, Costa Rica. And they brought me into a filming room where I met the number one producer in all of Latin America. And her accounts were pharmaceutical companies and healthcare providers like hospitals in Bolivia and Colombia and so forth. And she had a very simple tactic. At that time, LinkedIn in Navigator had a tool called Point Drive. Right now it's called SmartLink. Point Drive was a little more dynamic than even SmartLink is today. And what she did is every Friday, she pulled together like a cloud ERP, cloud storage information as it pertains to pharmaceutical and healthcare businesses. Like, hey, all of your all of your patient data is ending up in this cloud and it's overflowing. Like, how are you parsing it? Welcome to Azure. She'd build these newsletters. 
And then she would distribute these newsletters to her 100. She had 100 customers every single Friday. She told this story on camera that about a year into doing this, like she was the queen. And she missed, uh, she had the flu. She missed her newsletter. And all of a sudden, customers actually wrote in like, hey, where's the newsletter? Like, we actually really enjoy this newsletter. We learn from it. It planted a seed. We've been teaching Point Drive and we've been teaching SmartLink forever. But what we're starting to see is that account executives are actually going into LinkedIn and they're turning on creator mode. And one of the functions that it allows you to do is to create your own newsletter. So you're not just posting content. So you don't just go into your employee advocacy tool and you share the, the latest marketing thing that your marketing team's asked you to do. What you're doing is every Friday, as an example, you think of three ideas, three things that your 50 accounts need to know. You pull it together, you pull it off the internet. You might make your own video. You might write your own point of view. And it doesn't have to be long and you hit send. And what it does is it goes to your entire social network, but what you can also do is create groups from it and share it to groups of your customers. So you can make a group which is customer A, customer B, C, D, and E. And you can first pull together the buying committee. So now I'm sending it to the CISO, the CIO, finance procurement, and one other buyer persona as an example. At company LaCroix, I'm drinking like a LaCroix drink. Now I send this newsletter to them. You control your own destiny. You don't need marketing to do something for you. Because remember, they're doing everything they can in an aerial assault, remember, they're they're running air cover. You're on the ground doing ground cover. Exactly. You already know that they're providing you, I don't know, 20%, 30 50% of your pipeline. The other 50% is yours. And you're going to have to pull out all the stops to be able to make this happen. So I implore you to actually go into LinkedIn, go into creator mode, test newsletters. Like, I'm, you know, I'm just a small business owner. And we launched ours, I did this newsletter thing three weeks ago. I already have 2,100 subscribers. So I have 2,100 sales leaders, marketing leaders, learning from me on a consistent basis. This is an excellent way to nurture your pipeline and nurture the customers you're going after. So yeah. I'll throw the ball back to you. Uh, Amar, I wanted to give you something juicy, audience, that you can do and control on your own. Hold on. Before I go there, I actually, as you're telling the story, I wanted to share another story. So Jamie and I used to have this guy that worked for us called Jason. And Jason was selling ERP when he first started his sales career. Now, if you know anything about ERP, these are huge purchases with sales cycles and swap overs every five to 10 years or so. Yeah, like super sticky, big deals. Very super sticky, but you know, it's a long time to get there. Now, Jason kept on losing deals to a guy in his territory named Eric. And that guy, Eric, was the master at creating intimacy. Now, listen to how he did it. And it's going to seem eerily similar to what the examples that Jamie has shared. So Eric basically um, had a prospect type, which were people that worked in mines, literally in mines, so deep underground, or on shop floors. So this is like salt of the earth industries, right? And what Eric was basically doing is once a month, he was photocopying all of the top articles in this industry. 
Remember, this is the year 2002, 2003. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Photocopied all of his articles and like 50 copies of each. He put post-it notes as like bookmarks. And then he would literally stuff manila envelopes, lick the stamps, and mail it out to people. And this is essentially the same thing. Yes. That entire process that Jamie has described, Eric was basically doing in 0203, but now it's fully digitized. Now, how can you get a better handle on this? Well, hold on. Now, tell the end of that story, which is how Jason came to realize he lost like six deals in a row. Correct. We'll finish he the rest of the story. Six deals in a row. And what happened was when he did the postmortem and understanding on why he lost those deals, the prospects would invariably come back to him and say, well, I've been hearing from Eric for years, years now. So obviously, there's a little bit of trust factor that's been Correct. built up. This is now whether you call it the trust factor or I want to be the trusted advisor and the guided mentor and all these fancy terms that we're using in sales. Essentially, it is the race to intimacy. Now, there's two ways that we can achieve this in sales today. And I'm going to mention both of those. I mean, technically, there's three, but we'll, we'll talk about two really well today. The first is you create or a salesperson on your team creates a newsletter on LinkedIn. This is free. You don't need to go set up a domain and set up a website and buy Beehive. Yeah. I, those are be great like a WordPress them. expert, like none of that. You don't need to go set up a site and go purchase a newsletter solution like Beehive, et cetera. All you're essentially going to do is just use the product that's readily available in LinkedIn. Advantage, easy start, get information curated. The same information that's sitting in your salesperson's head is now coming out on digital paper and then the sharing is happening at blitzkrieg speeds, like super fast. Disadvantage though with that approach, Jamie, is of course, you don't have buying intent data. Yeah, you don't have, you get some in the sense that um, if they do read your newsletter and check out your, uh, your LinkedIn profile, you would get that. But sure. you don't get to see who's in the newsletter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's flip that now yeah. to the second solution and idea, which is if you if you are a listener of this show and you happen to have LinkedIn Sales Navigator, that's fantastic because in it you have smart links. Yeah. Smart links, you can create a product that essentially has a newsletter look and feel, but it gives you down to the wire, nitty gritty details about buying intent. Like I actually just saw a smart link this morning. Jamie, I didn't share this with you yet. But one of our prospects, I'll tell you the name after, was in our smart link for 58 minutes. Really? Send that over to me. <laughs> He's getting a call. <laughs> Excuse me. But think about this, right? Like, And I can break down to the page number on our proposal where they were and how they were navigating that proposal. So ultimately, those are the two best ideas that salespeople can employ today. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Oh, Lamar's dying here. <laughs> I'm so excited, I'm losing my voice. But essentially, these are tools that salespeople can employ today to start getting by intent, but also rushing and racing to that intimacy level. Yeah, so uh, as a next step, everybody, uh, what I'd highly recommend you as a seller recognize that nobody's coming to your rescue. Like it, you have to, I've, I've said this like since day one, you have to reverse engineer what percentage of pipeline 
is yours to self self source, and what can you reasonably expect is going to come as the tailwind from various sources. You're most likely going to be quite surprised at how much is on you, and if it's on you, there was a concept like ten years ago. The world is account executives are going to turn into marketers and micro marketers, meaning. You have to control your own destiny. You're a little bit of a seller, a little bit of a marketer. And then people laughed at that, and some did it, and some don't. But I'm telling you, we're sitting with the best account executives in the world. The best recognize that they're a business within a business. They're entrepreneurs. And you're going to have to do these things that are so far beyond your competitors. Your competitors are placing cold calls. They're sending out crappy emails. They'll send in a LinkedIn email every once in a while, but how are you creating a like? How are you a lighthouse, not a tugboat? How are you making sure that people are coming towards you? And owning a newsletter that is your market-leading newsletter, trust me, I want to deal with those people ten times out of ten. And I'll wrap this up by telling, like, Amar and I booked a meeting for tomorrow. He and I were just on this call. I'm not going to talk about what this topic is about, but I've been reading this company's newsletter for months. Like you know, I pick away at it. I'm learning about my industry. What did I do? I reached out to the sales executive at that company. I booked a meeting with them tomorrow. Like I didn't look at other competitors. There are many competitors to their space, but I would have been reading their newsletter. wasn't in LinkedIn. It was in PDF form. It was on their website published every quarter, but I read it and I'd always been reading it and I've just grown to trust the people that are making it and they have a hundred percent chance in the future of winning our business. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and, and just not, not to take this too far, but a few years ago, we actually had the executive assistant of the president of a major software company. Like they're, they're in the top 10 software companies on the planet, but the president of the Canadian division, his EA reached out to us to book a meeting with us. And we looked him up online. We are not connected to him. Let's just say it's pretty high up. And we asked the EA, we said, well, what, what, like, how do they know about us? And the answer basically was, well, he's been following you guys online for years. Yeah. So this thing that we're talking about, becoming intimately close with your with your prospects and your ideal customers becoming the default if you will it requires some setup it doesn't require knowledge you don't have if you're listening to this i want to give you the assurance you are in your seat as a salesperson because you you personally have the knowledge about yeah. your customers and your industry or your company has a brand strong enough to do that tell stories from the road tell about like where deals go wrong. Talk about yeah. horror stories and like people make them fun, make them funny. Like that's, you know, that's what they're going to listen to. And here's a crazy idea. Okay. Try to help your prospects reduce the amount of pain that they're going to feel. Yeah. Every human being is on the path of pain reduction. Show them how they can reduce pain for problems that your solution naturally solves. So next next step, everybody, uh, please like and subscribe uh, to our podcast. Want to go viral? Continue to help account executives get more at bats. With that, let's sign out. We're at the fifteen minute mark. This is Jamie and Amar. 
from Pipeline Signals, get more at-bats. Take care.